Hi, I'm James Kotecki. You're listening to the C-Space Studio Podcast. Interviews with technology, media, and marketing leaders from CES 2020. Hi, I'm James Kotecki, and you are in the C-Space studio at CES 2020. We are so excited you're here, and I am so excited that Diana O'Brien is here. You are the Chief Global Marketing Officer at Deloitte. Correct. Welcome. Thank you, James. It's great to be here. So glad that you're here. Um, I think maybe many people have heard of Deloitte, but I'm always curious about how marketers define their own brands. So how do you think of the Deloitte brand? Well, the Deloitte brand is one has evolved over 175 years. In fact, this year is our 175th anniversary. Congratulations! Thanks. You don't look uh, a day over 180, it, it, 162. <laughs> it started with uh, with uh, William Welch, Deloitte, uh, who uh, who it was a single auditor in um, in the UK, mm-hmm. and now we have 300,000 people. We operate in 150 um, countries and territories. And what we do, our enduring legacy through all of that time has been to make an impact that matters. That's the enduring piece of what we are, but we've changed so much from that time when we did an auditor to one auditor to the things that we do today, which is help to think about smart cities and value things like the Great Barrier Reef. You know, these are things that no one really conceived uh, when we started. So. For us, it's that enduring legacy that was built on impact and trust. And now it's about our ability to create the connections that can solve the kinds of problems that exist today. So the how and what we do changed, Mm -hmm. but not the core of what we do. The why, the core of that why. Um, you actually have been at Deloitte for almost 35 years. I have. Am I right about that? Um, so we're here at CES. It's a very futuristic conference. Does that experience of 35 years kind of give you the ability to look out into the next five to 10 years kind of rooted in what you've done at Deloitte and seeing what's coming ahead? I think a little bit, but I do think it's hard to predict the future. But I think there are some lessons. When I started, I had a computer that was the size of checked luggage. I mean, large computer. <laughs> yeah. And I shared it with my colleague, Leo. He had it one week, I had it the, the next. And, uh, and but, you know, both of us were passionate and wanted to learn and really hardworking. That's not going to change. You're, we have to continue to sort of seed and fuel uh, innovation and ingenuity and hard work. Uh, what we solved during those 35 years changed and the tools and techniques that we use changed. So that did change. We made some things better, but we also made some things worse. And so I think the lesson there, I don't think honestly that'll change either. We'll continue to improve upon things with technology and new tools, but there will be unintended consequence. And we have to assume the responsibility for fixing those as well. Uh, so I'd say those are the two things that I think will still be true. We need, we need hardworking, passionate, creative, ingenious people, and we need to look at real problems and solve them, but also address the unintended consequence of us solving some of those. Uh, it never ends, right? If you solve one ends. thing and you have to solve the other thing. Yeah, um, exactly. You mentioned smart cities being a focus for you. Yep. Um, is that something you're talking about here at CES? And what are some of the emerging themes you're seeing there? Yeah, we have over 100 people here. And most importantly, we're here with our clients. So for us, coming to CES is as much about learning and contributing to the conversation about smart cities with all of the companies which many of them are here that are thinking about helping to solve that. So it's connecting the dots from the companies that are bringing the new technologies to the cities that have the issues that they're facing 
to the enabling functionality in cloud and analytics and cognitive that it will help. So all of connecting the dots, and that's what we do. We convene leaders to have those discussions. And we learn as much as we get by participating in it. So, Sure. Um, so you've learned a lot in your experience at Deloitte. You are now the CMO. Uh, we were talking before this interview, you maybe had a, kind of a non-traditional path to kind of get to that role. So uh, what, do you, what does being the CMO mean to you? Yeah, we had a forum yesterday where we talked about the C in the, in the chief, chief marketing officer. And my view is it's just you're not about the chief. That, that isn't it. I guess maybe I did think once you made it to the C-suite, you were in charge. Um, but it isn't that. It's really about collaborating and working across boundaries in your, with your peer group and taking ownership over the entire enterprise. So I think it's about being the, uh, the collaborator and the convener and the connector of issues that your organization faces. And we were saying before this, you don't just, uh, your, tight, your role and your title is not just about the marketing of Deloitte as an entity, right? It's also working with clients. So I'm curious, how does your role as CMO then reflect back into what you can give, not just to Deloitte, but to your clients? Yeah, well, I think the great news is, again, in today's world, it's about the ecosystem, the fusion of all stakeholders together. And the CMO is at the center of being able to help do that and creating those connections. When I'm out talking to clients and I'm experiencing it as well, we can learn from each other and we can continue to grow and solve problems we're both facing. Uh, I'm going to put you on the spot. Is there something that you've learned recently that was kind of counterintuitive and surprised you in this work? Yeah, you know, I just, we just finished a survey. We studied 575 C-suite executives and we asked them um, what is, you know, who, who collaborates in the C-suite. And I was surprised to find only 20% of C-suite executives view their responsibility to collaborate. And I think in today's world, that's so important. Yeah. Um, so one other thing that you are is a mother. Um, and I know that Deloitte supports uh, working moms and working women. And that's a really important emergent theme here at CES is diversity, inclusion, and including supporting women in tech. Um, so what are your thoughts on that? And what can companies do better to make that more of a reality? Well, the first thing I'd say is just think about what mothers do. Mothers are the best problem solvers. They show up every day. They never give up. They fail fast because their kids <laughs> need them to. And they find solutions. Um, they'll say what nobody else will say to you. They give feedback. I mean, these are all the skills that organizations want. So the skills of mothers are really something people should seek uh, and, and bring into their organization. So I'm a huge advocate for women and mothers. I think Deloitte's done some interesting things in that we have a unique family leave policy that we put in place because we really wanted to let all of our people take the time that they need, both from their well-being, but also because we think it's so important to... In, have your life integrated mm -hmm. with who you are, and we want that to be the case. So we have a family leave policy, for example, that gives people 12 weeks of paid time off. And you can take that if you have a sick child, if you have an aging parent. Uh, mm -hmm. Those are the kinds of things that work in people's lives, and that's what they need. They need things that work in their life. Do you see corporate America and the corporate world being more of the leader here versus kind of this thing, these things coming from kind of a government or policy perspective? Because there is that argument, right? Like we need some kind of umbrella policy around this so it's not a hodgepodge with different companies doing more or less generous versions of this. I do think companies have to take a leadership role. I think that is where we are today because no one group solves anything. 
So I think companies need to take a leadership role in valuing the things that uh, we care about and that make our people more productive. Great. In the closing moments of this interview, let's play a little fill in the blank. Uh, I'm going to give you this sentence. It is 2020. It is time to stop blank and start blank. It's time to stop focusing on your silo and your scope and to start thinking about the solutions that you can create by connecting across boundaries and borders and biases that are standing in your way. Well, you being here at CES is evidence that you are doing that. And thank you so much for connecting with us here in the C-Space, C-Space studio. James, uh, thank you. <laughs> Diana great O'Brien, to be here. CMO Have of Have a Deloitte. great day. Thank you so much. This podcast is in partnership with the iHeart Podcast Network. <laughs> 